Welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast with your host, Masters in Exercise Science and Minor in Reality, William Mitchell. Hello and welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast. I'm your host, William Mitchell. For the last two weeks, we've been looking at just kind of a fun intro uh, to the personality types so we can discuss how personality type affects your exercise and your motivation to exercise. If you just tuned into this episode, you probably ought to go back and listen to the last two weeks episode so this will make a little more sense. So you can just hit pause, go ahead, I'll wait, and go back and do the others, and then whenever you come back to here, I'll be right here. From the last week's episode, we have a quadrant drawn, and in the upper left, you have an R, in the upper right, you have an M. In the lower left, you have a P, and in the lower right, you have a G, and that's for rhino, monkey, panther, and giraffe. And we've discussed panther and giraffe. I save rhino and monkey till after panther and giraffe because panthers and giraffes are very um, rule-following people. They're nice. They will do what they're supposed to, and they'll listen to the whole thing. Rhinos and monkeys are generally just a little bit more on the self-centered side they heard what they need to know they're going on they don't need to hear that so if i'm doing this as a live presentation they just quit listening and they talk over everything so i put them in this order for a reason the next one we're going to talk about is the rhino and as you would expect they are the boss they're the tough guys they they are very goal oriented their strengths are they are decisive they're not afraid to make a decision they're not afraid of conflict they're generally self-starters they go out they look for a challenge they get absolutely insane amounts of work done they can become workaholics now their weaknesses are that they can be rude they can seem to be cold they can have no sympathy for people they don't really like the whole touchy-feely stuff they want to get down to the business of things And when you're on a committee or a group, they're great to have on there to make sure that the work gets done. But they're also, you need somebody to help temper them just a little bit. If not, take over the entire thing. They're going to dominate. They may even hurt people's feelings. And they're just going to get the work done. And if you don't like it, too bad. Whenever you're communicating with a rhino, you have to be direct. For instance, I had a boss that was a very strong rhino. And I went in and started explaining the problem I had. He said, what do you want? And I started explaining. He said, I said, what do you want? I started explaining again. He said, look, if you don't get to what you want, I'm going to get up and leave. And whenever you finally get around to the point that has something to do with me, then you can call me and I'll come back in and finish listening to it. And I realized, just ask him the question. I asked him the question. He asked me a question. I asked him another question. He gave me an answer. I was out the door. You know, conversations with him usually lasted about eight to ten seconds. You know, going back to our ready, aim, fire um, with the rhino, it's just fire. Forget ready and aim. Just go ahead and shoot. If you shoot enough, you're going to hit something. A good famous example of a rhino, um, General Patton, would be a really good example of a rhino. Now, the last one is the monkey. And all the monkeys out there are listening going, wow, he finally got to me. I've been waiting for him to get to me because I'm important. I'm, you get the idea. Monkeys are the life of the party. They are fun. They're entertaining. They're, they're the, the friend that's going to come up with the crazy ideas that you're going to have a good time. They, they can interject a little bit of lightheartedness in most any situation. Unfortunately, they are also very unreliable they're moody they're they go from you know you see them 
one minute and they're that this is the best day ever and you see them five minutes later and it's like, oh, the world is ending this is the worst day ever um, they're generally a little bit unpredictable they're often unproductive because they get distracted from things they they're the ones that see the shiny thing Ooh, squirrel um, so you know, I said they were the life of the party, but if you want one to be at your party, you better invite five because four of them will forget. If you've got a monkey on your committee, they're the ones that are late for the committee meetings, uh, the ones that talk when they're not supposed to, um, the ones that get off topic. But they're also the ones that look at things in a completely different way and can really come up with some good breakthrough ideas. So don't discount their crazy off the wall stuff. If you're going to do the firing range example for them, it's ready, shoot, aim. Um, they're, they're jumping to the next thing, just jumping to the next thing. Um, a good example of one of those, um, pick a comedian. Um, anybody that's up, that wants to be up in front, that's driving the red convertible, that's just a show off, there you go. So how do you motivate, or how do you motivate yourself if you know your different personality type? The best way for a giraffe to stay motivated is to get an accountability partner, somebody that they count on, somebody they're helping out because they want to help people so badly. So if that person, if they don't show up, that person may not exercise or that person's going to be let down or that person's going to be disappointed in them and that wouldn't be okay. So that's if you're a giraffe, find yourself an accountability partner and don't let them down. If you're a panther, you need good data as to what you need to do you need to get a long-term plan you need to keep up with the information you know I did this many repetitions this time I do this many repetitions you know, keep a good journal keep up with everything because the data and the progress is what will motivate you if you are a rhino you need to find a challenge because just to get healthy or whatever is not going to do it. You're you're the kind of person like I'll squash any disease that comes my way. You need to find a challenge. You need to find something that motivates you to like, I don't know if I can do this. I'm going to try it and see. And in addition to that, it really helps if you've got somebody to be competitive with uh, an accountability partner, preferably another rhino so you don't hurt their feelings, but somebody to say, I can do this, can you? And they can come back with, yeah, I can do that, can you do this? And finally, we get to the monkey for exercising. And, and for the monkey, you just need help. I don't mean that to insult anybody, but monkeys are all about having fun. They're all about, you know, being seen. And they don't like uncomfortable situations. So when you get somebody that's a, a strong monkey, they're going to look for every excuse there is not to go exercise. So... Having a, a giraffe or a rhino as an accountability partner would be a fantastic idea. The other thing is you need something that is changing, something that is social, something that is fun, because you're going to get bored with this really, really quickly. If it's the same thing week after week after week, you're just going to give up. But if it's something that brings recognition to you, like it, it could be something that the training is monotonous, but the reward is going to be really good. Like if you run a marathon, I mean, you're going to get a lot of rec uh, recognition for running that marathon. So you can put up with the drudgery. You probably got to tell people on a regular basis, hey, I'm training for a marathon. Hey, I'm training for a marathon because you want the recognition. Also for the monkey, some new exercise clothes that are really loud colored is probably a good thing for you. 
Now, you probably recognize some of these qualities in some of your friends, and if you're working out with them, if you're working out with a rhino, don't get your feelings hurt whenever they fuss at you, whenever they whenever they challenge you. If you're working out with a panther, don't get too concerned if they say, well, that's a really stupid way of doing it. If you're working out with a giraffe, be nice to them. If you're working out with a, a monkey, give them a little bit of a pat on the back because they need that. If you're trying to motivate someone to go exercise, you know, if you're doing something with a monkey, you got to tell them how fun it is. You tell a rhino how fun it is, they don't care. You got to tell them, you know, this is a challenge. You think you can do that? Um, if you're going to work out with a, a panther, you've got to give them very concrete details as to what to do and why you're doing it. They, it just what to do is not good enough. They've got to know why that it's important that they do this. And if you're working out with a giraffe uh, or you're trying to motivate a giraffe, hey, I need some help. You know, could you help keep me motivated? Could you work out with me? Those are just some ideas. But if you come at uh, somebody from the absolute wrong angle for their personality, like if you try to motivate a giraffe like you would a rhino, they're just going to go sit in the corner and cry. Um, if you try to motivate a monkey like you would a panther, they're going to yawn and walk off. So I hope this helps you to recognize just a little bit of the different personality types and be able to do this for fun. Don't start telling people what their personality types are. They might get upset about that. And, and don't take this too seriously. Remember, this is very unvalidated, unscientific, and just for fun. But I really hope that it makes your fitness journey just a little bit funner. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If I've said anything that you thought was enjoyable or worth sharing, please refer this to a friend so that they can have more fun in their fitness journey. Also, please remember to subscribe and like the podcast. As always, I'd like to thank One Accord for the bumper music and Paul Sink for the great intro work. And I hope you'll join us next week as we try to make fitness funner.